0: So I started with the regular method. So I started doing the videos and I followed along in the book and I figured the first chapter shouldn't be too difficult. It was like income statements and balance sheet. And I figured I know income statement, I know balance sheet. But then I started doing the MCQs and I was thinking, maybe I don't know the income statement and the balance sheet. and I looked at the simulation and I was sure I did not know the income statement and balance sheets. I was like, this is not good.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the CPA exam experience from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate and in today's interview you're gonna hear me talk with Victoria. So in Victoria's story, she has a very common element where, you know, she worked in financial accounting, she was going to start with FAR, and in her review course, the first few lessons were balance sheet accounts and income statements, and she thought, okay, great, I know balance sheets, I know income statements, and she starts going through the lessons, and she actually found it pretty confusing, and so that's what I mean when I say her story has a familiar element where. Even if you have experience directly in the thing that you're about to study in the CPA exams, the CPA exams and really the questions and the simulations, they're just very specific. It's a specific type of thing. So the other way that this manifests a lot is take someone who's worked in auditing for four or five years, sometimes even longer, but then they really struggle with the audit exam. And that is just because... No matter what your background is, you basically have to go through this process of learning the CPA exam material in the context of CPA exam questions and simulations. And you know, if you've been watching any of our videos or podcasts or any of our stuff, you know that that's our main focus. It just makes sense to spend 80% of your time directly doing what you'll be doing on test day instead of confusing yourself with all the video lectures and all the chapters, because that's one context. And then the exam day context of MCQs and SIMs is still very different from even the textbook context that gets presented in your review course. The video lectures and the chapters obviously have their place, and we won't get into the whole study process here. But in Victoria's interview, you will just hear her describe those two lenses with which to view the study process, really trying to learn everything conceptually first and then going to the questions and how confusing that can be. And then the benefits of just going straight into the questions and simulations and learning the material that way. So before we get into the interview with Victoria, I just want to mention our free CPA study training webinars. So as you'll hear in Victoria's interview, she actually found us through our app first because she was just looking for something supplemental in the app store and found our app. And from the app, ended up watching one of these free training webinars, and that's where some of those ideas that I just mentioned clicked for her. So these free webinars, it's a one-hour webinar where we walk through the six key ingredients to passing the CPA exams quickly and efficiently. And there's six key elements or study strategies that when all six are present in your daily and weekly study process, It's honestly hard to go wrong when you're doing those six things correctly. So these one-hour training webinars, it's one hour that can literally save you months and months of time and frustration. So if you've never watched one of those or you're wondering where to start with Superfast CPA or the CPA exams in general, that is the best place to start. So the link to those will be down in the description of this YouTube video or the podcast episode if you're just listening to the podcast version of this. So with that out of the way, let's get into the interview with Victoria. Pacific time. Where, where are you located?
0: I'm in California, Southern California. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting a ton of snow right now.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we, I'm in the mountains and I don't
0: know if you saw the news, but there is this big uh, storm that's coming through. So we have feet of snow out there.
1: Yeah. I didn't know if it was, I mean, yes, I saw the news and we got it yesterday. Okay. We got a ton. Yeah. Um everyone was I mean in Utah it's pretty like snow is really common, Salt right. Lake, but for everything to shut down is not common because of snow. But there was right. just so much no one could get out of their driveways. Yeah. So, um yeah, that's interesting that so where you're at, how much does it snow normally?
0: We do get snow. I mean, there is a snow, I mean, Big Bear area. I don't know if you are familiar with okay. the mountains. Okay. Yeah. So there are yeah. ski resorts in here, but, uh, this, they're saying, you know, it's like record what's going to happen in the next couple of days. So whenever you send the email, if I'm available, I was thinking, yeah, I'm available. But if the internet goes out or the power goes out, you know, <laughs> so, so far, so right.
1: Great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the same thing with yeah, I know. Yesterday I was hoping the power never went out because it's just freezing cold and snow yeah. everywhere. So yeah, um okay, so you've watched a bunch of these, so you kinda know how these go. We'll just kinda talk through your whole CPA experience so far. So mm-hmm. uh do you have any questions for me before we go into that?
0: No, I don't think so. Okay.
1: All right. Well, um so just based on your little note here, it says your original degree is not in accounting, but you just kind of ended up working in tax, uh-huh. took accounting classes, got to where you were eligible, like education-wise, to take the uh-huh. CPA exams. So once you got to that point, um, just let's start from the beginning. What did you do <laughs> to s- try and study in the beginning? What was the whole thing like?
0: So um, I knew last year that I'd have my credits. I was pretty sure I had my credits. But uh, I wasn't sure. I knew there was a time limit on once you start, how soon you have to finish with the exam. But I wasn't certain uh, when that time would start, like whether uh, when I submit my uh, credits or whether I start taking the exams. So just to be on a safe side, I ordered Becker and I decided I'm going to start studying for it. I mean, the FAR section. And when I get to halfway, I am going to submit my credits and my application. So I started with the regular method. So I started doing the videos and I followed along in the book and I figured the first chapter shouldn't be too difficult. It was like income statements and balance sheet. And I figured I know income statement. I know balance sheet. Mm -hmm. But then I started doing the MCQs and I was thinking, maybe I don't know the income statement and the balance sheet. And then I looked at the simulation and I was sure I did not know the income statement and balance sheets. I was like, this is not good. Um And uh so that's why it dawned on me because uh, I was calculating and I'm thinking just to get through four, like how I thought I would get through four. It's like, it's going to take me a year. And um I was thinking, should I quit my job <laughs> or what the heck shall I do? <laughs> you know, Because I will not have a year. Uh, just for one. So, Mm -hmm. but I figured I'm just going to buckle down and, you know, keep going. And, um, so I think I did maybe a couple of not modules, chapters that way. And, um, I got pretty tired. And one day I was just searching the app store because I thought I was looking for something more like on a cliff notes section, like, -hmm. Give me something that's condensed. Give me something that, and I thought Becker would have something like that. Give me something that, you know, I can do from the couch, like on my phone. So I went to the app store and, uh, in the search, I just put in CPA and your app popped up. So I downloaded that app and once you open it up, if I remember well, even before you sign up, it lets you use it to a certain degree, like kind of just to check it out what it's like. So that's what I was doing. And I thought, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. But every time when I finished, it would pop up with that information that, hey, do you want to sign up for our one hour thing? So I ignored that for a while. and, And then eventually one evening, I'm like, because it popped up again and it said that in the next hour it's going to start and I'm like okay and I really didn't think it was going to be live I just thought whatever I'm cooking dinner so may as well just listen to this you know thing and then it would in the email it said you know it's live you have to type in your name so I had to abandon everything I was doing at the time I actually had to sit down so and I took some notes and um and then I got your I think it's the basic, pa- you had two packages, I think. So mm-hmm. I got the basic one. And honestly, I just started implementing what you were saying in that video uh, or that one hour lecture. And at first it's tough because going to the MCQs before you actually read the lecture, it sounds silly Um, because you don't know the answer or most likely you're not going to know the answer. And I think... For some of us who are more high achievers and don't want to, uh, make a mistake, that sucks saying that, you know, you only got 50% or less, right? Um, yeah. but, uh, once you get into it, you can actually learn a ton just from the MC. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. So, yeah. Well, so one thing you said, um, just a point on that. Like, you know, you said you've been working in accounting, like you knew balance sheet income statements. And then when you start looking at the questions in Becker, you just realize it's just kind of a, it's a different thing. Like basically what I'm getting at is no matter what you, no matter what you do beforehand, you're going to have to just kind of learn the context of the questions anyways. So it's like, obviously our philosophy is you just start with it because that's what you're going to do on exam. Yes. So anyways.
0: Yeah, Totally. I mean, it's just and in the very beginning before I before I got your program, I was, you know, going through just Becker and looking at those M6 and even some of those simulation. It's just made me mad because it it felt like that instead of trying to test what I know, it felt like that they are trying to trick me into something, you know, to trip up. And those little hidden things are just so well put that yes, most likely yeah, you're gonna trip, you know? <laughs> So, yeah. um, and, uh, it's, it's, it's really is learning how to take the test and how to read these questions. Uh, because for the most part, I think that's what it is. And I think they probably call it critical thinking or whatever it is nowadays, but, um, it really is to interpret those questions correctly. Because once you do, it makes a lot of sense. But when you're not used to reading something like that, it will be, it, it's difficult.
1: Yeah. Um, so. So when you watched the free training, did it, uh I mean, just from hearing the strategies or how I talk about it on the training, did it make sense how it would just make the study process easier compared to what you were trying to do before?
0: Yes. I mean, especially the morning part, because as everybody else, probably I sat down after work and after dinner and I was already exhausted. So Thinking that I watched a video and I did something, it made me feel better because it felt like I studied. But that's, it didn't do anything. I mean, the next day <laughs> right. when I woke up to do the MCQs, it's I can I couldn't do them. That's not going to help. It was like watching those videos it was almost just making myself feel better that I did something today. Um, but really isolating that time in the morning and just getting it out of the way and getting it done is just made a whole lot of sense. I'm like, yeah. And then in the evening you're, you're done. You don't have to do anything.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, um, I could talk a lot about all the problems studying in the morning solves. Yeah. But, uh, really just when you consistently do it and you're, you're doing things that matter. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's very easy to pat yourself on the back for watching a video lecture, but right. that didn't really help you at all for test day, you know? It's just not that helpful. Um, yeah, uh, so you're putting in the consistent time. You're, the strategies you're using in that time are much, much more effective. So things just start to happen a lot faster.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, back to the video lectures, I watched later on, I want to say a couple on Becker, because once I got into some kind of area that I tried to do a couple of times, you know, with the MCQ, and it just didn't make sense, then I would go into Becker and research, I mean, find that area in the lecture and just listen to it. Um Well, you can you can see from the first couple of minutes if the guy is going to actually explain it okay, or if it's just a waste of your time. But I do have to say there was one where he broke down that section so well that it's just click And from that point on, you know, I knew what what I was doing. So I think Becker has good stuff in it if you know how to use it. But it's, well, I didn't use it the way they wanted me to use it, you know, to go through section by section, but I think it has a lot of tools and you can just pick and choose, you know, what you want for yourself and then make it work for you rather than just, you know, going through the, the whole thing.
1: Right. And that's a, that's a huge point that is you can't really give a template for that, that just anyone can, you know, like, Correct. do this, do this, do this. It's more about this idea of. I don't know. You can't just rely on the review course to just f- spoon feed you the information. It's going to work. You you have to be proactive in figuring out this series of strategies. Yeah. Like, so what I would say to that is, is like, yes, they, the intent of the review course is to have everything covered from start to finish and it's right. all in there. But most people operate under the assumption that, okay, it's all in there. I need to watch, read listen to all of um but again i think starting with the questions makes the most sense and then if you're kind of lost or you can't figure out what you need to from the questions then you can go into that lecture and find that specific part that's confusing and then you have a a reason to go into the lecture and one then you can watch that part or read that part in the text and it will make sense because you're looking for that one thing yeah um Instead of watching a half hour video lecture and you just don't know what to do with all of that information.
0: Right. And I wish it was half hour. I mean, honestly, if it was half hour, I probably would yeah. watch it. Uh, but, uh, you know, when I go into these individual chapters and I open up because I'm curious, you know, and it tells me an hour and like, I don't really have an hour just to listen to something. Yeah. If it would be like half an hour. I- I well, maybe would be tempted because whatever, mm-hmm. I probably could have half an hour in the evening, you know, just to reiterate something, but not an hour or sometimes it's over an hour. Mm-hmm. Like it's not worth it. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah
1: okay. Go sorry, ahead.
0: as I found out, I mean, and they're so right. Uh, I watched some of your, um, other, um, uh, these interviews, uh, but, uh, it depends who gives the lecture also in Becker and, uh, there are better and not so good ones. And, you know, there is one guy who just reads the text and really that's not teaching. Um, So, but I heard the same thing from other people too. So that is really wasting my time. I mean, if there is a calculation and I don't understand it from the, you know, MCQs and I can't figure it out. And if there is somebody who's going to like break it down for me, yeah, I'll listen to you for like 10, 15 minutes. That's fine but just to read the the chapter i mean i can read so good <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i know what you're talking about yeah um yeah okay so so i i might have missed this but did you so you start with becker alone and did you ever take an exam in that first segment where you're trying no. to do everything okay
0: no i was very lucky i found you very early on i mean it was As I said, I was in the first module in the first couple of chapters, I think, when I came across your, uh, you know, your app. So, so no, I didn't even try. So I just started with B.
1: Okay. Okay. So somewhere in there, you watch the free training, you get our study tools. Um, Mm -hmm. and then did, did the, this new strategy, this new way of studying, could you tell it was working better within what a few days or a few weeks or? I would say it a go few, from there.
0: few weeks because I was going much faster, so I was started picking up and um i uh I mean, I don't know what you say in the pro videos because I didn't have that, but uh I was concerned about the simulations because I didn't know what to do with the simulations, so that's why I was listening to some of your um uh, other interviews, I wanted to see what other people were doing with the simulations, and um I didn't get too much of a tip out of it. So I just figured I'm going to do my own thing. Uh, so um, I didn't touch simulations till towards the end. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I do the MCQs and I get consistently a high percentage on all my MCQs. And once I was getting really high ones, especially on the review ones, um, then towards the so i finished all the mcqs uh first um and um i kept retesting and all of them came up you know 90 plus percent and so that's when i started doing um the simulations and i would i would even skip days in the morning where i didn't do the reviews because i felt pretty comfortable with the mcqs so all i did was i just chose for um for simulations instead of any MCQs and, uh, started re-reviewing the simulations. And I, I saw one of, uh, one interview where somebody said that they didn't even touch simulations. That's not me. I'm, I'm very glad I touched simulations because yeah. just because it puts a different spin on the same concept. So you might think again that, you know, the income statement because of the MCQs are coming incorrectly but you get an uh, income statement simulation and somehow they just do it differently so i couldn't i don't think i could have done the uh, simulations without practicing
1: yeah so right so the uh, i guess so kind of in the pro videos the general idea with the simulations is there's a few factors like you need to do enough so that you're familiar with the form (laughs) i mean that that part would be obvious you don't you would never want to Study for a few months, pay for these exams, and go in without having ever seen a simulation like that. That obviously makes no sense. Right. But then at the same time, endlessly doing practice simulations like a ton of it has diminishing returns just because because they are dynamic. You really don't know what you're going to see on exam day, but specifically like the the setup or the form. Yeah. Um. So the number one strategy for the Sims. Or test day success on sims is to finish the MCQs as fast as possible so that you have as much time to sit there and, you know, deal with, you're going to have two or three, maybe even four, like really difficult simulations on test. So yeah, it's kind of a combination of those things doing enough that you're generally familiar with the format. But really the main thing is on test day. Crushing the MCQs as fast okay. as you can. Yeah. So that you have time to sit there and deal right. with
0: them. Right. Right. And I think, uh, I, I learned in again one of your videos about like try to do an average, you know, one question per minute. So, um, so I was timing myself on that one just to be in a ballpark because some of them is going to go much faster, especially if there are no computation involved, you know, um, but some of them could be more involved. So, but I think a minute is a good good indicator
1: so and did you did you kind of get to that point where on test day you were done with the sims in like less sorry done with the mcqs in less than two hours
0: oh yeah i mean reg i just took reg um end of january i think yeah and uh i was done with the mcqs in an hour so that was fast and i was I was out of that testing set. I had like an hour and a half left, you know, so when I walked out, so I was like,
1: <laughs> that, I'm done. that's a lot. You did that fast. That's yeah. a lot of time left.
0: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I was like, that's when I got your email, you know, how many I passed and I haven't gotten back reg yet. So I was like, I passed one, but I was thinking I'm not going to count this one because I'm not going to jinx it. Like I either came out too mm. early because I didn't know or I came out too early because I did know. But I felt good about the Sims for sure. I mean, when I had to think about it, what I did well, I felt like the Sims were good. So, uh, the MCQs, I, I felt for MCQs that they went better. This one, especially with those business law thing wasn't my favorite section. So I was like, eh, I don't know. So, but yeah, I, I got a good percentage. So, um, now I'm studying for BC. I don't know. Every time when I start on a new one, I feel like it's not my favorite. So I feel like this is not my favorite. So, so yeah, It,
1: take,
0: it takes, uh, I don't know, it takes an extra oomph in the morning to get up for BEC. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's, yeah. Um BEC used to always be considered like by far the easiest, but in the last few years, they've just added enough things to it. That a lot of people find that to be the hardest one. It just kind of depends on oh. your background. Um, so are, you're done with FAR and REG? <laughs>
0: so the yeah. two
1: hardest ones? Well yeah,
0: I wanted to start with FAR because it sounded like that was the most difficult. So I I'm, I wanted to get that out of the way first. And I also heard at the end of last year that, you know, the whole CPA exam is going to be changing in 2024. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. So um I want to get it out of the way this year. This format has been tested. It's been done for years. So I don't want to be the guinea pig, you know, next year mm-hmm. if I don't have to be. So- yeah. <laughs> so, like, let's get it out of the way. Yeah,
1: yeah. you're you're going to be done. You'll probably be done by July, I would guess. Or, I yeah. mean, if not sooner.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm shooting for summer.
1: How long? Uh, so, well, I guess one step back. So when you got your FAR score, you know, obviously you passed it. Um, So was that just a confirmation like, okay, this, what I'm doing every day, this is going to work. And then from there, like how to, how long did you set with this new way of studying? How long did you set to study for reg?
0: So um for FAR, I studied longer than what you, you generally suggest. And I did longer for reg too, because I just want to feel comfortable. I probably mm-hmm. could have passed sooner or, I mean, could have gone sooner and passed, um, but I just like, I need that feeling inside that I'm, you know, I'm comfortable with it. So I also took the two weeks off after taking far or maybe it was three, uh, to find out the score because, you know, I just don't want to jinx it again. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was, so I waited. So, uh, I would say it was about 10 weeks for reg. Um, but I could have been longer because I took vacation you know so in between and i did okay. take my books with me and i was thinking that i am going to do something but that didn't really work out so uh so there were some gaps in there but by that time i already knew from far that to me just taking gaps here and there it's not going to affect me that much because i did mm-hmm. that with far too and it was it was fine um and again, I listened to some of your videos and some of the other people, you know, what they suggest, like how to tackle this. And I was thinking about that too, like, you know, if I would have to tell somebody how to tackle it. And honestly, I think it really depends on on you, I mean, on the person. Uh And I think once you're going for your first exam and you get your score back, I mean, really, that's what's going to give you a feedback, whether you're on the right track or not because if you passed it you know it working if you didn't then obviously you need to, you know there's some adjustment that needs to be made but um so yeah uh passing four i was super nervous um i mean i was very nervous but uh in becker they also have those four-hour tests or those you know end of the program tests and mm-hmm. um I sat down on the first one just to do it at home, and I was so nervous because I totally felt like I was sitting there that I had to abandon <laughs> it. I had to abandon the test after 10 questions because I couldn't remember a thing. And I was like, I'm like I don't know. But then I went back and I, I did it, and I did the second one. And I think, again, I I don't know, I just learned to touch trust becker now from that perspective because at the end when i'm done with all my mcqs and my reviews um the last week all i do is a review and i do all those tests that becker has because i don't do them as they have them you know like after a certain mm-hmm. module they have a test i skip those i keep them for the very end so at the very on the last week i do all the tests that they have in there and um I think they say that if you pass like with 55% or more, you're exam day ready. So I passed, you know, in the 70s. So I was like, okay, if Becker tells me I'm exam day ready, then I'm exam day ready. So I was. <laughs> so th-
1: that's one inter- uh interesting thing. Or yeah, people talk about it on Reddit a lot. How did your scores compare on your Becker final mock exam to, so it sounds like you got in the seventies. Was that like similar or did you score higher? Like, how did they compare to the real thing?
0: I scored much higher on the exam. <laughs> nice. So, um, uh, um, yeah. So I don't know if those, they make those questions like really hard in Becker or whatnot. Yeah. They,
1: the, yeah. 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 They make them harder.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're hard. I mean, so. First, when I saw, when I did my first, uh, like final review and it was 65 and I was thinking, how the heck do they think I'm exam day ready? I, I don't pass with 65.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, but they said I was ready. So, so
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. And then of course I did the other test and that came back a little better, but uh, still I think it was like low seventies. So if I get low seventies, that's not going to, you know, that's not going to fly.
1: So, um, yeah. Now we were also doing, um, were you doing the thing where you kind of ended each session with a set of 30 that's all previous, like day to day?
0: Yeah. And towards
1: the end, what were you scoring on those?
0: Oh, well, if I don't get into the nineties, then I'm not happy. Okay. Uh, So, um, so it's high nineties, but, uh, yeah. High so yeah. I, I, I'm okay with one or two mistakes, but towards the end, uh I mean, it has to be mistakes that when I look at it, I was like, oops, you know, it wasn't because I didn't know it, it was because I messed up because I didn't read carefully, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of interesting, though. I'm just, I'm thinking of the, you're doing random sets of 30 in Becker, so it's in Becker, and <laughs> you're getting in the 90s, <laughs> and then their practice exam, you go back <laughs> down to like the 70s. <laughs> I'm just... I, they must make those mock exams they maybe are. like even a little harder than their like lesson-based oh, questions. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay. they're harder. Um, and uh, what was I going to say. And then towards the end, I also do not just the set of 30s, but I go back individually into each module and do a 20 per module. And um, uh, so... Because those thirties by the end, you have so many chapters and you're just getting maybe a question from each, you know, or something. So, uh, yeah, towards the end, I go back and I'm like, okay, module one and then give me, you know, 20 out of that one and give me 20 and give me two simulation, you know, so then, yeah. um, so my re-reviews, I, I do a lot of re-reviews.
1: Okay. So. Um, well, two thing, two comments. So that's one thing that's funny. You say that because we added the, or I, I tweaked like our restudy strategy, restudy in a final review. It's like the same strategy. You go chapter by chapter just for that reason. So that in one study session, you know, you're reviewing the same types of questions instead of just, you know, 30 questions where they're all spread across all topics. Right. Um, anyways, so. Without going into all that. So second question is uh, in your, so what was just your daily process from start to bottom? You do two hours in the morning and then would you do some review sets in the evening or how were you fitting in all the review you were just mentioning?
0: So I do maybe two hours in the morning. I do, uh, I do new questions uh, depending on how much, how many is in a module uh but if there is 30 plus then it's going to take me that 50 minutes uh just to get through that new question section and then i took a little particular br- little break and then i come back and do the 30 uh you know review question but depending on what you're reviewing i mean if you're reviewing a reg that 30 review question is not going to take you another 50 minutes i mean that's going to go much faster and that's it. So that's all I do in the morning. So it could be an hour and a half instead of a two hour. And then, um, and then during the day, really not much. Uh, afternoon, um, I start looking at your app. Um, and then in the evening, when I finally, I don't have anything else to do. And that's why I like your quiz app because I, I'm literally in bed and, uh, just before, you know, like turning off the lights. I start doing the quizzes and I can spend, you know, like 20 minutes on your quizzes. And, you know, we all know your quizzes are fast. So by the time I spend 20 minutes on it, that's many questions. So, um, so that's it uh, for the day. And I don't, I know I heard some people that they change it for the weekend. I don't, but I only change it before exam. So like a week or maybe a couple of weeks before the exam. Then on on the weekend, I see that more. But other than that, no. Uh, and then um I also, I mean, I have listened to your uh, audio notes. I'm not saying I listen to all of them, but on certain ones that I need more of a condensed information, like in FAR, I really disliked the governmental and Becker was just So much information and yeah, so that's when I took your review notes out because it was condensed. It totally explained what the heck is going on with this governmental section, and it was just perfect. I didn't need more information about it. I didn't think so anyway. Yeah, so it was plenty. Um, so uh, yeah, so I take your review notes out when I need something extra or something like yeah, really cliff notes. I mean, I don't need yeah.
1: Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was yeah, coming back around to your earlier comment where your whole point of finding us was you were kinda looking for what the review notes are, kind of a cliff notes summarized thing. Yeah. So yes, I was getting to where I was gonna ask you how you used art study tools for that purpose, but you, you kind of just described that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you just yep. kinda in the evenings, uh just kind of like light studying, like not the full computer open, just stuff yeah. basically using our app, whether it was.
0: And then that's when I would read something. So I look ahead, like what's going to be, let's say, my tomorrow morning's agenda when I look at the MCQs. And uh so I have a vague idea, you know, what I'm facing tomorrow so then I, I either look in your section to give me like an overview so I'm not really completely out of the ballpark. Um, or, I mean, Becker also comes with its final review booklet that has some kind of notes in it that's, again, not too much. But I just try to look at, you know, what it's going to be. And uh, But I don't do it every evening. It's just, you know, whenever. Yeah. And when, um, I did it more on reg uh because I felt like that was a lot of information. And uh, I I have read the Rex book um, <laughs> because I did sit down in the evening. I read the chapter just so I know what I'm looking at in the next morning. But honestly, I mean, it's not like I retained much of the information. It was still, you know, doing the MCQs the first time around. It's still coming back. Not so great. Um uh, But at least I know, you know, I'm dealing with... I don't know, C-corps rather than something else. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know. Uh I mean, honestly, this is the best way to study for this exam. I don't even know where I would be if I would still be, uh, probably I would still be doing far, somewhere halfway, <laughs> if, if anywhere. <laughs>
1: yeah, so... Yeah, so about that, was it uh so when you started and you were just using everything Becker had, trying to watch mm-hmm. every lecture, read all the text, were you were you spending more time each day studying? Was it like you would work and then try to study all night so your life well, felt more stressful night, or?
0: but I I would just listen to that video and then um and then when the MCQs mm. were not good, then I would go back and sit down And I would, so see, I would skip because I don't have, I mean, I'm tired in the evening. So, okay, I'll look at it over the weekend when I have time. So then I would sit down with the book, sit down with the video at the same time, you know, highlighting or whatever they're saying to underline, to put the notes on the side. And I understand to a certain degree that when you write things down, it tend to stick more by writing them once or not going to stick more so i think you have to write down certain things multiple times uh and that's where the flashcards are going to come in when we start talking about it but yeah you have to write it down multiple times just because i highlighted in becker and put a little whatever note (laughs) next to it it is not going to be in my head (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah
1: yeah highlighting the chapter is another um like fake studying Tactic, you know, it feels like you're kind of doing something important. Yes. But it's just, you're not, not at all. So going on to that, so you use flashcards then?
0: I did. And that was something very new for me because I'm, I was not a flashcard person, but I heard you say to do flashcards. So when I heard you say it first, I thought, I don't need that. Well, um, I, I realized I did need it. Um, so I had like, this many for i think for fun, and some mm-hmm. of them i didn't need it all the time because once i wrote it down a few times it will stick so yeah. um so after a while i realized that out of that big flash cards there were multiples because sometimes i wrote it down multiple times so um eventually there were just a few that really i had to look at it more um because There are going to be, and that was hard for me to imagine too, because you mentioned that in your video, I think that there are going to be sections that just not want to go into your head. And I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that actually could happen. And it's very frustrating when you look at it, like, I don't know how many times and it's like, just not, (laughs) doesn't want to get in there. And uh, so those are the flashcards that I really looked at the last time and I took them with me, you know, before the exam. And just glanced on them one last time, you know, in the car before I actually went in just so, you know, cause I, I realized that, yeah, those, those are need to be, you know, I need to concentrate on them. And again, whether you get a question on it or not, I don't even think I got a question on, on that section, but still just the fact that it just doesn't want to get into your head. It's frustrating enough, at least to me that I need to, you know, I need to review that.
1: Yeah. So your yeah. your process was basically, um you kind of made flashcards along the way each day as you're studying. Would you review them very much or do you just kind of save that, like your daily process was more making new ones or sometimes duplicates and then you really reviewed them just the last week before an exam or were you reviewing them also the whole time?
0: No, probably the first uh, part. So yeah, no, I would make multiple of them. Um, and, uh, um, keep making them. And here and there, I would pick them up. Uh, but really again, it comes down to that last two weeks. I mean, the last two weeks is, it's crunch time. Um, so that's when reviews, whether that's the MCQs, the simulation or Becker test or the, um, you know, the flashcards, that's when everything comes into play, but not before. I mean, I think before I take the whole thing pretty relaxed, um, just you know plugging along doing my thing yeah. but uh, but yeah so two weeks before the exam when it's like okay now it's really real um i'm going to have to go in and sit so that's when i I really sit down and you know look at these things um yep. yeah
1: so one thing i wanted to ask you when you said uh a minute ago you're like yeah this is the way to study i don't know where i'd be if i kept doing it the other way what specifically do you mean just in your mind like before like what are you referring to just that you were putting in time and effort and you just still felt like it wasn't working and this is just you can tell it works or like what were you referring to when you said
0: well when you look at the far book, you know and Mm -hmm. if i really i really thought i have to know every single thing in that book
1: okay
0: and and looking at it, and honestly, you know, just by doing the MCQs, I might actually know what's in that book, like really do. Uh But I would have done the old way. I would have rewatched the guys' videos. I would have read the chapter, and I would have gone back to redo the MCQs. And after the, you know, because the the MCQs, the first five are pretty easy. So those are like the warm-up ones. I always look Mm -hmm. at them that way. But after the fifth or the tenth ones, that's when they're going to start like, you know, like some curveballs coming at you. It's like, what? And then when you get to that question, it's like, oh, I guess I didn't, you know, I didn't pay attention on this chapter. So then you go back you know, you, you're probably not even going to do the rest of the questions because you get stuck on that 10th one. So then you're going to go back to the video, listen to that section like where you didn't catch that little nuance that you should have, you know, caught and open up the book again, highlight it again, put another star next to it that, you know, and then you go and do that, that one question, that 10th one. And then you get to the 11th one and it's going to be a little bit different. So much yeah. but it's enough that you're not gonna know so then you do the same thing so by the time you finish with 30 questions it's gonna take like a week or two you know yeah. just you know doing that yeah. yeah
1: that's a great description and i mean i was mostly having you explain it you know for the benefit of right. people that will listen to this um but yeah that's basically what you're talking about is it just takes so much time to accomplish the same thing that just going straight into the questions does so much so much extra time that's not really necessary
0: and honestly i mean even on becker what i do most of the time is you know i go to the mcqs and when you do uh, and you don't know it because most likely you there there is that see lecture button and i just click on that and it takes you right to that particular section, so yeah. I kind of read it, you know mm-hmm. what it says, etc. And based on what I just read, I I try to answer the question. And honestly, even sometimes reading that part is not gonna get me to the right question or mm-hmm. the right answer. And then I read, you know, on the bottom, as you said it in your videos, to to read, you know, why that is a good uh, answer and why the others are not good. But I find that see lecture button extremely helpful. And that's because instead of going through the whole book, it's just focusing you into that one particular area where, you know, you should be looking at the answer. I think that's great.
1: That is a good, yes, that's a good tip. So again, instead of, yeah, instead of watching the whole lecture, not really knowing what to do with all that information, again, going straight into the questions, a lot of questions, you, you might not know it on the at the beginning you submit it see the solution and it's just not that hard you okay i i get this other ones then you can click that button go straight to the broader explanation of um again without having to do that hour or two um on the front end of like watching the whole video first yeah yeah that's a really good point
0: yeah and even for calculations it's great because when you click on that see lecture um you know, if you scroll down a little bit, and if it's calculation related, they're going to have an example. So I look at that example, and I try to understand that particular example, like how they calculated it out. And then I go back to my own question and calculate it out according to that example. So and I think, again, I think you mentioned it in your videos as well. But I think it's, it's extremely important to understand what you're doing. So even though you are answering the question or as, you know, as we all know after a while, you're going to be remembering the answer, Mm -hmm. but it's important to understand what you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing. And, um, I mean, even in Becker, when I look at some of the calculation and it doesn't make sense to me, it's not because I don't know the calculation. It's because. I would calculate it differently. So then once I realize what they're doing, then I try to calculate it the way I would do it. And it gets me to the same result. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. tell you an example right now, but there are little yeah. nuances, you know, that makes more sense to your brain rather than how they did it in the book. So instead of just copying the book, um, try to, you know, like interpret it to your own thinking. And then, yes. do it that way, you know?
1: Right. And if that's that another, makes sense. <laughs> it, yeah, it totally makes sense. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, but that's another benefit of doing primarily like spending most of your time on questions. <laughs> you just pick up all these little, you, you just get good at answering questions again, where if the majority of your study session every time is video, then read the text, then a little bit of questions. You just can't you just don't get to the same spot, like no, yeah, with how how fast you are at questions, those little nuances like you mentioned, um, yeah, you can figure things out, certain question types, like you said, I can't remember an example, but right, I had several ways of these like super shortcuts that I would figure out on calculation based mm-hmm. stuff, just like wait, I swear if you take this with this. Yeah. This gets to the right answer every time instead of like five T charts. Um, yeah, you just figure stuff like that out.
0: Yeah. 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 I agree. And yeah, just, you just have to find your own method. But if you don't do enough of them, then you're not going to obviously get there. Or if you, I don't know, I guess don't take the time to, to sit down and kind of ponder, you know, over mm-hmm. a question like why this is the way it is. Um, then you know you can you can miss some of these things. But I think understanding what's going on, like uh, right now I have issues. I've had issues with in FAR too with the foreign exchange stuff. But here it is in BEC again. It's uh, you know, like, God, I thought it was over.
1: So <laughs> Yeah.
0: So I so, uh, yeah, I those are the flashcards I have and I was, you know, again, I'm trying to make it like clicking my brain. So I'm looking at it in a, every different angle. I didn't get one question on FAR regarding foreign exchange rates. I don't know if I will in here or not, but at the same time, I want to, I don't know. I just want to get it to the point where I'm not, they can't trip me because that's what they're going to try to do. You know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's easy. It almost feels like your brain has to jump some hoops over it to figure out, you know, which way I'm converting or what the heck is going on but i think uh i don't know so yeah so i'm working on that one right now to get it all like smoothed out
1: <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's one of those things where you do enough problems on it and it just it's like almost instantaneously you just yeah. like reach that level where okay i now i get this
0: um, and i think that's why it's always difficult <clears throat> i'm i'm kind of looking forward to uh starting a new um Like right now with BECs, I was so glad to be done with reg. I'm starting something new. It's kind of exciting. But when I actually start on it, in the very beginning, it does not go well. It's just dragging because, I don't know, I have a hard time starting. But once I'm into that, like maybe three, two, three weeks, it starts Mm -hmm. going much smoother and everything is just like, you know, it's just better. But in the beginning, it's always a drag. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's, I mean, and that's good for people to hear too, because, uh, probably the most, like the topic we get the most emails on is the first few weeks is, is emails like where they're just like, I look at my review course. It's just like, none of this makes sense. It feels like everything I'm doing, just nothing is working. I don't understand or remember anything. And it's just, uh, You've heard of like the Dunning-Kruger effect of like, it's like a graph where you start a new process. You you just described it perfectly. You start a new process, you're a little bit excited, you know, and uh, you like, so you're motivated first few days or whatever. And then you just kind of go into the, they call it the valley of despair, where you're like lost in all the details. Yes. And then you Mm -hmm. just start climbing out and it's kind of exponential as things start to click. It just is this, you know, you go straight up and then you reach competence. This is kind of like how the graph works. Okay. Um, yeah. That's
0: what that's it exactly is. That's exactly
1: what it is. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it just takes a, a push, an extra push in that first couple of weeks to come mm-hmm. out of it because, uh, everything says that, you know, you don't have to wake up in the morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's really not that important. So, um yeah, but uh, and uh, I I gave myself on that a little bit of leeway like in this first 2 weeks. So instead of like really waking up super early that I will be doing uh you know like a few weeks before exam, I don't You know, I Mm -hmm. give myself to sleeping like still 530, you know, and then gradually I'm gonna like, okay, now it's gonna be 515 and then, you know, earlier and earlier, but I, and I don't also beat myself up, you know, if I didn't get to where I imagined I would get to or whatever. I think, well, but also I think it all depends on, on your personality. So if you know that you're gonna get it done regardless. Then I think it's fine, but if you know yourself that you're just gonna you know gradually keep going down if you're not hard on yourself, then maybe you shouldn't do that but i i know i'm i am i gonna get it done, so whenever uh you know in the in these first few weeks, I'm just like you know i'm I'm a little bit lenient,
1: yeah, with myself i think the I think the key to that, or like you said earlier, deciding to take breaks sometimes or I don't know if you meant taking a day off or a weekend off or whatever, but I think the key is you're intentionally doing. It. Yeah. And it's not like, Oh, I'm going to study eight hours both days this weekend. Cause I really have to catch up. And then Saturday comes and you just kind of procrastinate, pretend right. like you don't remember you're supposed to study. That's a different thing. Yeah. Um, if you intentionally, you're like, okay, this week, like this happened and you know, whatever, I'm taking, I'm just taking Saturday, Sunday, you're back on it and Mm -hmm. you follow through. Yeah. Like it's all about the intention.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I think one of my last questions was, so you say you ramp up for your final review. Mm -hmm. Um, does that mean you're studying morning and evening and then you go longer on the weekends or how do you, What what does that look like when you go, Study, well, s- start studying more.
0: Uh, so by that time, as I said, I'm only re-reviewing and I have to, so it all depends how well I am do, I am doing on this re- uh, re-review ones. But so far, like with the past two exams, you know, I'm scoring pretty well. Not on the Sims though, so I, if anybody's listening to this one, and I think others mentioned it too, the Sims are different, so. Even before a couple of be- weeks before the exam, the sims are not exactly where I would like them to be. Ideally, um, I click on the answer just to see answer. Um, I uh, also, if there are like eight attachments in there and a half a page of writing, I'm going to skip that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. Uh, and so far it, it did not backfire on me because there are easier Sims that have the same, uh, knowledge that you're going to get out of it without like spending an hour on just looking at the attachment and trying to see what's going on. I might submit that just to see some answers, you know, to what's going on, you know, like the numbers or the answers, but I am not going to attempt to do something like that so uh the sims are hit and miss but at least at least you see them at least you see the answers at least um you see the questions as well so uh i mean so far on four in reg i was pleasantly surprised with the sims um i don't know if i just got lucky or uh i just practiced them enough that it didn't i don't know it, it wasn't too bad uh to be honest um so so those are fine. Uh, and of course, I do these tests. So like on the Becker ones, you know, it says it's like simulated as the same as uh, your test would be on exam day. So at that time, I'm calculating four hours and I'm willing to do the four hours if needed. I have, you know, I didn't need the four hours uh, for the Becker exams. Um So if I'm done earlier, then I'm done. That's it. But uh, I... I uh, segregate that four hours, uh, during the weekend that I would do those tests. And gotcha. so that's why it's longer.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I think, I think part of the, the sim success is also just doing so many MCQs. It's kind of that same question based context that you're yep. getting good at. So it's, it really is transferable for the most part to the sims again, you want to go through enough to where you're familiar with like the structure, but one really good way of, I mean, just thinking of a sim is even a big, you know, a big sim with like 10 little things to fill out. It's just 10 separate multiple choice questions.
0: Right. And that's what I noticed on the sims that I was doing that you know, it looked like this huge page, but honestly, there were three numbers or three answers that they needed and it wasn't it didn't take that long. So, yeah. So ultimately, uh, they're not, well, not wood, con- which I don't have around. I mean, I do on the wall, but so far, so good.
1: <laughs> no, what?
0: So far, so good. Um, mm. so <clears throat> I don't know what BUC or audit will, will have, but, uh, foreign reg were okay.
1: You'll, yeah. I mean, if you did that well on foreign reg, you'll, you're going to go, you're going to go past, past and you'll be done. So.
0: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, ugh, yeah, it's just, it's long.
1: It is. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, even if, yeah, even if you're using these strategies and it's working really well, it's still very much a grind. I mean, it, even six months of studying basically every day is, that's a long time.
0: It is. So it's a and grind it's, either way. It's not even just that, but just to stay committed, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, I think you kind of mentioned that on in your one hour video as well, how to stay committed, because after one or two, that initial, at least with me, I feel like that initial like, you know, go getting or, you know, excitement and being nervous at the same time, it's done because I feel like, okay, I've done two. I can actually, well, most likely I can do this. So I don't have that. Whatever you call it anymore, it's more like, mm-hmm. as you say, it's a grind. I'm like, okay, I have to get it done, you know. So, yeah. So I think that's why it's it's getting a little bit more difficult because of that. It's just like, can we get it over
1: with? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's yeah, it's there's a lot of just going through the motions. I mean, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, but you being halfway done, you know, you're definitely on the downhill side, whatever you say. Yeah. It's easier from here on out. You know what you're doing. It's yep. just a matter of executing every day. Right. So, all right. Well, yeah, we kind of covered everything. So um, what, yeah, what was the last thing I always ask, what would be your top three tips to other people that are, you know, maybe still stuck in your first few months where you're trying to do everything and it, just, it seems overwhelming? What would be your top three tips?
0: Well... I think first and foremost is really listen to what you have to say in that one hour video. Because even though I think, you know, your app is great and I love it, but I think really the key to the success, you give it away in your one hour video. So, So listen to you and get up in the morning and do the mcqs and uh just keep doing the mcqs and read them understand them and uh get good at them and then uh after that i i think really if you have extra time obviously do the sims get familiar with it but i think it's just review and review and review and uh understand what you're doing. I think that's the key, but you say all of that in your hour long video. And I think that's what it is. That's the key to success.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, sometimes I think I cover too much in the free training because, you know, then people like don't buy the pro course. Some people do, some people don't, but I like the idea of just making it really valuable so that people can you know it's it's hard to give a lot of value if I'm kind of like trying to hide the strategies you know,
0: oh. yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that too <laughs> <laughs> so, but when um like because when I first uh saw your ad and I really thought you know this is gonna be a scam, uh you know mm-hmm. somebody's gonna try to take my money, and then uh obviously I paid some money uh because I got your course, but um at the same time. It wasn't a big deal because by the time you're done, you know, you already invested into some kind of review course, really yours, it's not that big of a difference. So if it helps, it's a huge help. If Mm -hmm. it doesn't, then it's not as much as that you can. You know, it's like, okay, I probably wasted more money somewhere else along, you know, in my life. But, uh, and I also thought about, you know, what you gave away in your one hour video, because honestly, to me, that was the biggest help. Um, so, and you just, you just tell it to Right. So
1: yeah. Yeah. And it's, I know. And that's another thing that, that kind of I think about is in my opinion, it's the overall strategy that is the most helpful part. And our study tools just kind of help you implement some of those strategies but really it's it's the strategy Uh just how it all fits together and uh, but then a lot of people are just hesitant they're like i'm not gonna pay for a course on how to study like i know how to study because i mean i have a master's degree and it's yeah i mean yeah i know you might but this is way different than college it's It's just this is very specific yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, so. I understand. I understand. Uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, Anyways, well, yeah, I don't want to take up much more of your time, but I appreciate you doing the call. Um, just from talking with you and hearing your process, I'm real confident you're going to pass these last two on your first two attempts. So you're going to be done Thank here you. pretty soon. So, uh, yeah, let me know when you pass or I mean, email me. I mean,
0: yeah, I will. I will. Honestly, I put audit last because I have zero experience with audit. So that's the one I'm most concerned with because A, I don't have experience. B, I don't think there are any calculations, which I like calculations better. Mm. So that's, uh, <clears throat> so we'll see. But, uh, yeah, should be fine.
1: Your, your flashcards will be big in audit because there's a lot of stuff that just needs to be memorized. Well, Uh let me there's a lot of stuff that logically makes sense. Like when you, the way that an audit works and like Uh why, the why behind this audit procedure or this audit procedure, like it just logically makes sense if you're trying to verify what this business is doing. So it makes sense. But then there's other stuff like This paragraph, like the second paragraph in this audit report needs to have these words. There's not really a logical reason for that. It's just, you just have to memorize.
0: Memorize it. Um, Okay.
1: So, but either way, like your flashcards will be kind of the most helpful thing for that. Okay. So that's like my big one tip on audit specific. Okay. Okay.
0: I'll let you know for sure.
1: Yeah. Um. (laughs) So that was the interview with Victoria. Like I said in the beginning, I'm sure you found that very helpful and motivational and also very informative because we talked through a lot of these specific strategies and kind of the idea or the rationale behind the strategies. So if you did find this episode helpful please take a second and share it with someone you know who's also working on their CPA exams because these interviews collectively are the most helpful free resource available anywhere for helping people figure out how to study effectively and efficiently. And of course, your CPA exams are either passed or failed based on your daily study process and how effective it is. It's very possible to study for months. And if what you're doing each day just isn't really connecting the dots and isn't effective, as far as getting you ready for that test day context, then it's possible to study for months and still go in there and fail over and over. Also, if you're on YouTube, please take a second to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't, and then leave a comment about one takeaway you got from the video from Victoria's interview. So thanks for watching and listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.